Welcome to the Durban Christian Centre South Message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Okay, for time's sake, I, um, I can't minister individually. I wanted to, but for time's sake, <clears throat> I'm, uh, the word that I've, I've got, I always come to Durban Christian Center, Bluff, Wentworth, and Finland's now with the specific word. I've got a word that I've never preached before. It's a word for this church. It can also uh, extend to the body of Christ. And so many times what a prophet does, he throws what I call a prophetic blanket. So even though this word is like a general word, it's for each one of you if you can catch it. As the, as the book of Hebrews says, the word didn't profit the children of Israel because they never mixed it with faith, with receiving. And so this is a, it's a, it's a good word. It's, it's, it's strong. It takes commitment. <clears throat> it's going <clears> to <throat> cost you a bit as well because there's always a sacrifice, you know, uh, uh, salary, uh, work always precedes a salary. And so uh, you've got to work the word. Um, yeah. Okay, let me j- jump into it. I don't know if any of you know Bill Hammond, but his, his daughter-in-law, Jane Hammond, just preached a very powerful word as well to South Africa. And the whole word was in the form of a teaching. If you can get a hold of it, it was just a few days ago on Facebook and YouTube, uh, Jane Hammond, Prophecy for South Africa. Awesome word. And so this is kind of a similar thing that I felt for DCC, uh, Bluff, Wentworth, and Finland's, and you'll see how it fits in. It's quite interesting. So I'm going to try and do it as quick as possible, but without you missing on anything. So, you know, you might have to go and listen to this message again and take it personally. So it's called Possess Your Possessions, and you'll see why. Give me a few scriptures to get through, and you'll see why God is saying to you guys now, and I know when I look at all the cars, and there's obviously businesses and and work and families involved. But you know, God always says more. If you look at Isaiah 9 verse 7, it says of the increase of his government and peace, there'll be no end. And when Jesus said, I'll build my church, it's always on the increase. And, he, and you and I are his members in particular. So our lives have to be always on the increase. That's what the word also, uh, life and that more abundantly means. If I come back next year this time and I take stock of your life and my life, has there been an increase of life and that more abundantly? Have I grown spiritually? Have I done more works? Have I led more people to Christ? Have I increased in finances and possessions? Because that's what this, you'll see what this means. And you know, uh, uh, break the lie of the devil that says you can't increase. I'm just sensing right now, especially someone, I picked up your spirit right now. It's like you, you, you have a hopelessness about you. Rebuke that hopelessness now. Rebuke that lie of the devil. Man, if you knew me where I came from and what I'm doing today, it's just because I believed God. Honestly, if you know my background, I shouldn't be here today. In the natural, I'm not qualified to do what I'm doing today. 
I'm telling you, you're looking at someone who was messed up, completely dysfunctional from a family that, man, gosh, and then God puts his finger on me and he says, I'm choosing you. It's like David. I was an outcast. So I, I just, in fact, is that man there with the Levi's on? I just, no, no, the guy next to you. God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He's got big plans for you. I just looked at you and I saw the devil trying to lie to you and tell you it's not going to happen. It will happen in the name of Jesus. Now take that for everyone. Imagine if I pointed this to everyone now. Obadiah 17. Obadiah's only got one chapter. But on Mount Zion, the church, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. The house of Jacob shall possess it. I want you to see, I'm going to read a few scriptures from Obadiah chapter 1. And the word possess is mentioned seven times. <laughs> the perfect number. The word, so God is going to cause you, if you will accept and see the, what this word is and the interpretation of this word, I'll break it down for you. You are just about to possess possessions. Why would God command you to possess your possessions? Because the word possessions means it's something you don't have. <laughs> so God is saying possess what you don't have. Go for it. Go for the garment. Go for the gap, as they say. The kingdom of heaven suffers force, and the force will take it by force. That's how it goes in the original, not the violent, you know, because then we think it's all physical. No, it's the force of faith, the force of a believing heart, the force of patience, the force of righteousness, the force of joy, the force of, I, I believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The force of breaking down every lie of the devil, because he lies, man. The majority of fear is based on a lie. Think about it. Think every time fear comes to you, it's based on a lie. It's a threat. It's a false threat. He says, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. So while many are suffering loss now, listen, God's increasing his church. During lockdown, our ministry doubled. We started that online, live at five, five days a week because everyone was at home. God gave my wife a word. She threw me into the deep end. <laughs> you know, she always says I'm the prophet, but she doesn't realize she's the prophet to me. And then we went and we blessed people, blessed people, blessed people. And then it went down to three days and now it's down to two days. And then, then uh, this year, my wife in January, she says, God says, we're going to start a, a school of the prophets, like you said. She throws me under the bus in the deep end. You know, you do it. Gosh, I've never worked so hard in all my life, but it's been profound. We've got about 30 students now that have done nearly the first year. And so if you're interested, you know, get onto our whatever and, and find out. Because God gave me a prophecy years ago by Kim Clement that I'd raise up some of the best prophets in this country. Then Bill Hammond's prophesied over us. We've had so many people prophesy over us. It's almost like God had to kick me in the pants and say, get on with it now, you know? And so we, we're doing it. So I'm saying, uh, let God give you a kick in the butt today if necessary. Uh, you, you, you laugh at me. Do you know, I always say, when Pastor Fred was alive, I always used to say, I've got two footmarks on my 
buttocks. One is Pastor Fred's and one is my wife. Get going. Do it. Because I'm kind of a very slow coach. I'm sometimes very reluctant. Sometimes I, I don't think I'm worth of doing it. But God has put the gift in there. And I'm, now I'm talking to someone today. I'm encouraging someone. Your, your heart's pounding now. And you're getting a witness of the Holy Spirit that God's saying, yes, you. You. In fact, wherever you are, point your finger to your heart and say, me. Come on, say he's talking to me. Wentworth and, and Finland's, are you listening? Those of you on social media, are you listening? God's speaking to you today. It's another thing God showed me as I was driving down. When somebody invites, listen to this. Gosh, you've got to get this. Got this as I was driving down. When a pastor or a ministry invites a prophet, that means God has got something to say to you. You better listen to this word. The very fact I'm here today, God has got a word for you. And God, when he gives a word, he is there to back up behind the scenes. When we step forward, like when Peter got out of the boat, the Lord's hand was there to hold him. And he walked supernaturally on that water. And this is what this kind of word is here. God's calling you and I into the waters of the supernatural or by the supernatural. To overcome, to, to uh, uh, multiply your businesses. Some of you that are working for a boss should be the boss. You've heard that said before. I'm saying it seriously. Some of you are being held back because of fear. And God's speaking to you to get out and jump in the deep end and start swimming in business. Do that thing that you believe that you want to do, that desire. God will make it happen. That's how faith works. You've got to take the step. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. I don't know if I'm going to finish on time. Lord Jesus, help us. Father God, the word possess means to occupy by driving out previous tenants and possessing in their place, to seize, to inherit, to expel, to cast out, to consume, destroy. This is the Bible meaning of the word possessed, by the way, guys. <laughs> a driving out, expelling without fail. To inherit or to receive an inheritance. To seize upon and succeed utterly. Say that with me. Succeed utterly. Come on. If God said it, then you and I can do it. You, you've got you to believe it. Then the word possessions... Is from that word, it means a possession or a delight. A delight. Do you know I delight to do what I'm doing right now? I delight prophesying other people. I do. It's actually a delight for me. And more delightful when the report comes back of how accurate it was. Hey, Lord, you're using me. What a privileged pleasure to be used by God. You know, it's easy. You know, it's easy. Be like this. Whoa. Just undo that for me. Or I'll, we got it. Just be like this face cloth and surrender. Just, 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 just surrender. Stop wanting to do what you want to do. Come in for landing and put yourself before the altar of God and say, Lord, whatever your will is, I give up every right to your rights. 
surrender. If I had a glove, I'd, I'd use the, the illustration. Imagine this is a glove. Now I'm going to try and pick up my iPad with this. Imagine if it's a glove. It can't do it on its own. But once the hand of God comes inside, then I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's what takes place when you surrender your life to God. It's that simple. Simple like a pimple. The word, it's an you got to be humorous every now and then because you guys are like so serious. You know, I can, I can feel your, your tendons and your muscles bracing like that. So every now and then I just throw in a, as they say in Cape Town, I just hoy a joke. The word possessions also means a thought. Watch this. I looked up the word thought. Do you think what? A possession means a thought. <laughs> Look at this. It means an idea, a notion, a line of thinking, a belief, a concept, a conception, a conviction, an opinion, an impression, an image, and perception, and a, and a mental picture. That's faith. We've been given the thoughts of faith through God's word. Has somebody got a Bible for me? I forgot to bring my Bible. Any paper Bible? Oh, Lord Jesus, we all got our technology here. Somebody's got a paper Bible. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, this guy's here first. Uh, I'm, I'm a stickler for doing this, and I'm, forgive me. This, this is your key to life. Without God's word, you'll get nowhere. I will get nowhere. The church will get nowhere. You've got to surrender to the word, to the scriptures, and then that's surrendering to God, and then God will put his spirit in you, back it up with, with how you're obeying the written word, and you'll see supernatural breakthrough after supernatural breakthrough after supernatural breakthrough after supernatural breakthrough. I know what I'm talking about. I'll give you one testimony. Matthew 16, remember 18 and 19, Jesus said, I will build my church. Has, uh, uh, when, when, <laughs> you got to just look at creation. Has God made any mistake with what he created? I dare you to go and find a mistake in the way trees develop, birds, starfish, crabs, uh, uh, the fish, the plants, the flowers, Oh, my goodness, the seas, the birds, the animals. Humanity is messed up, but everything in God is perfect. And if Jesus said, I'll build my church, which is made up of you and I, that means he's going to do a perfect job. You have to trust him. You have to work with him. The Bible, Paul talks about us being co-laborers with God in Christ. Just surrender. Surrender. Work with God. It's easy. You can do it. This lie that the devil has put out and some people say it's hard to be a Christian where does it say that in the Bible where does it say it's hard to be a Christian in the Bible Jesus said come my yoke is easy the word yoke means surface my burden is light do you know what God's burden is prosperity healing health joy that's the burden what a burden to have joy unspeakable and full of glory Hey, listen, I, I need some noise here. If you agree with me, blow your hoot or do something. Yes, let's get some noise in this park here because it's like silent. I don't know if I'm getting through to you or what, you know. Gosh, mumble in your mask, do something, make a hum. You're like, mmm, do something, you know. 
<laughs> uh, Wentworth and, and uh, Finland's come on, you should be jumping up and running on the pews now with excitement. You are and I are the church. We're members in particular. He's building us. You've got to catch that. You've got to work with God. You've got to get some zeal and faith and hope and love in you and, and cooperate with God. Man. Here's the scenario of today. Revelations 22, verse 11, and it's funny, Pastor Fred, every new, uh, when it came to, the, you know, get, getting a word for the new year, it's come to me. And by the way, I walked with Pastor Fred for 41 years before he went to be the Lord. I lived with him at one stage as a young boy. And I uh, used to prophesy with Kim and uh, travel with him those days, decades ago, 40 years ago. So I come a long way with Pastor Fred. I was unable for a few years, and then I came back. And Pastor Fred always used to say, "Richard, what's God saying for the new?" And I always quoted him the scripture, besides other stuff. So I'm going to give it to you today. This is an end time scripture, Revelations 22 verse 11. It says, "He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. Let him who is filthy, let him be filthy still." So what does sin do? takes you down. We know that. Sin never, never makes you, it can cause you to have a false prize. It can cause you to have false um, possessions. It can cause you to have false income. But that's what I call vapor income. It's coming to an end. <laughs> Some people have, are living in vaporized houses. Or your, your life is but a vapor. It's going to end. So whatever you've amassed in unrighteousness, it's about to end soon. And even a hundred years is soon for God. Compared to a hundred years to eternity, there's no comparison. Then it says, he who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. What does the Bible say about righteousness? Righteousness exalts. So come on. There's a, when you, the, the more you now walk in acts Daily acts of obedience, which is being righteous to God and holy, simply means being separated to God and His work and His things. That's what holy means. It's not the way you dress necessary <laughs> or the way you behave. Holiness will produce good behavior and good dress, but, it's, but you can't become holy from the outside in. You become holy from the inside out. That's how it works. And holiness, God says, without holiness, no man will see God. So watch this, righteousness and holiness combined. My goodness, you will see God, God will see you, and then God will see to you. <laughs> and sort you out and bless you. Now watch this. This is something God showed me, and I acted upon it. In Acts 4, verses 34 and 35, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it. It says, nor was there anyone among them who lacked for all who were possessors of lands or houses, Notice the possessors of lands, houses, sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. I'm just showing you there was a corporate unity there. And they distributed to each one as any had need. Now watch this. This is what God showed me. Do you know that those lands and houses they sold were passed down from generations, centuries. And you know what they did? They broke their cultural, their natural heritage 
for the heritage of the kingdom of God. Yeah, boy, that's scary. They broke what was passed down through their natural heritage and gave it into the kingdom of God. You know what God showed me about that a couple of years ago? That the infant church sowed those seeds so that the end days church could reap. Because they sacrificed houses and lands and possessions for us. I'll give you the scripture for it. So that in the end days, we could receive on God's behalf houses, lands, possessions. I'll give you some more scripture because some of you are still not convinced. So I hope you guys at Wentworth and Finland's are ready for action here. Here's one of the scriptures, Hebrews 11, verses 39 to 40. Man, we always read the beginning of Hebrews. This is the, near the end of Hebrews. It says, And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. What? <laughs> God having provided something better for us. You've got to take that personally. That they should not be made perfect apart from us. So right now, we are the mature church, the, 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 the church that's just about in, in its state of glory because Jesus is coming for a glorious church. What are we going to be doing? Possessors of possessions on his behalf. I got a revelation of this and I claimed it. Seven days later, I was given cash to buy my first house. Because I I'd known I, I was brought up out of abject poverty. My parents are actually Jewish. My mom, sorry. My dad was Scottish. He had a rich father. Uh, he, he, he had a big printing company in Cape Town. <laughs> I should have had part of that inheritance. It's interesting. I'm printing books now. Writing books now. The inheritance is coming back. Whiskers, Lord, you didn't get that. I'm busy printing books, my books that I'm writing, by the grace of God. I've got two out already. There's another three coming out right now. It's hard. It's tough. I'm getting my inheritance back. I only saw that now as I said it. My great-grandfather owned a printing company, big printing company in Cape Town. As I said that, the Lord said, ah. In that area, it's coming back to me. <laughs> Woo, Lord Jesus. Amen. So, you know what you, you are, I believe, are allowed to do? Is go back. doesn't matter if your parents, to how many generations were poor. If Adam didn't sin, every one of us here would be a billionaire today and well off. Because there'd be no sin. So, you know what? Our inheritance was stolen from us, from Adam. So we, in Christ now, he's restored all things. He's recovered all things. <laughs> I haven't got time to preach sermons on this. You need to receive because the Bible says the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and we will reign forevermore. We're on the verge of literally taking over the earth. We're on the verge of that. Probably will happen in the millennium. So now, yeah, the rest of this these verses is for, for DCC, uh, Bluff, and you'll see uh, Wentworth and, and Finland's. Watch this now. Let me go quickly through this. From verse 18, 
The house of Jacob, which means a heel holder or supplanter, shall be a fire. So those of you, Jacob was a symbolic name for Israel. When he was naughty, God called him Jacob, but he never forsook him. And when he was good, God called him Israel. (laughs) If you look at it in the scripture, Israel and Jacob are the same people. Uh, He shall be a fire. The word fire, they mean supernatural fire, accompanying theophany, which means a visible manifestation of God or fire from the altar. Purification and then supernatural manifestation of, uh, of God himself, a miracle of provision. And the house of Joseph, Joseph means uh, an increaser. God has added. It says a flame. And I looked up that word flame in the original, and it means the tip of a weapon, a point, the head of a spear. And, you know, for the first time I realized a flame looks like a tip of a spear. And so God says you'll be a person of breakthrough. You'll break through anything. And there's, there's scriptures for it. God's word will pierce the darkness. Jeremiah 23 verse 29. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord. In one translation, it says run swiftly. Fire, it pierces. God's consuming fire. Then Jeremiah 5 verse 14. God says, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire. And the people will be wood and it shall devour them. In other words, whatever you say will make a pathway for you and your victory your, and your possessions. That's why confessions of faith is so important. Because you're releasing the fire of God. Calling your house. Calling your car. Calling your business. Calling your provision. Calling your health. Speak it out. Let, your, let your, the fire come out of your mouth. There's a a scripture that says that of David. Verse 18 continued, but the house of Esau shall be stubble. Esau, uh, I'll give you, it means rough and hairy. It speaks of, of of the unbelievers, of the wicked. And they shall kindle them and devour them, and no survivor shall remain of the house of Esau, sorry, for the Lord Jehovah has spoken it. Now, look at the meaning of the following words. We see us in Christ concerning this prophetically. And you'll see it actually pertains to you geographically here. (laughs) So I hope Bluff, Wentworth, and Finlands, and even those of you on social media are watching this. I'm, I'm coming in for landing now. Verse 19, the south shall possess it. Where are we now geographically? The south. The south. That's possessed number two. And you, and you look here, it talks about the mountains, the fields, the land, and the cities. So God is all-inclusive of every inch of property that God is going to cause us to possess. But I'll, I'll show you at the end what the main possession is. So some of you might be disappointed in that. And the lowland shall possess Philistia which is the Philistines, those that live in villages. That's what I think a Philistine means. They shall possess, number four, fields of Ephraim. Ephraim means doubly fruitful. In other words, God will put a double blessing on you. When you and I obey God, you will receive double blessings in your life. And I'll show you in a moment how how we'll actually get that. And the fields of Samaria. Samaria means watch station. In other words, those in authority probably, you'll even reach those people on the high places, the the watchmen, those in government. 
Benjamin, which means the son of the right hand. That's you and I. We, we, we in Christ. We're seated at the right hand of God in Christ Jesus. Shall possess, number five, Gilead, which means a heap of testimony or memorial. In other words, when God causes you to possess what you possess, your life will be a testimony that cannot be taken away. A memorial that nobody can deny or defy. <laughs> Just like Pastor JP said of me now, it's too late. I'm married already. You can't take that away from me. Next year, February will be 40 years. You can't take it away from me. I've got four children. It's happened. I've got a grandchild. I hope some more coming on. You understand? You can't take it away. I'm bored. I'm here. The only person that, that's allowed to really take a, me away is God. And he won't and, and, until I'm, he's finished with me or I'm finished with him. That shocked some of you. Yeah. And the captives, watch this, of the host of the children of Israel, those of us who've been born again, he will rule as God. That's what the word Israel means. He will rule as God. Shall possess, number six, the land of the Canaanites. That's business because the word Canaan, Canaan means merchant or those that deal with, with money, e economics. We'll possess businesses. Come on. How, how many of you are ready to take over businesses. Because you know what the Bible says, this is part of the last days, for the fear of what's coming on the earth, people's hearts are going to fail them for fear. And I'm telling you what, they're going to come and say, yeah, you can have it all. I'm out of here. And you know, I know that happens to a man in Joburg. They've literally handed him businesses that are falling and failing. But because of the anointing on his life, yes, he takes over, suddenly he's got business. They can't understand why. The anointing of the Lord, the favor of God and man. As far as Zarephath, huh, do you want to hear what the name Zarephath means? Refinery. Don't we have a refinery close by? <laughs> yes, it's prophetic. It even calls it the refinery. In other words, you're going you're to possess oil. If necessary, come on. One of the 12 tribes of, of uh, Israel, Asher, says his foot is dipped in oil. Prosperity, second to none. The captives of Jerusalem. Jerusalem means founded peaceful. This, is, this church is a, is a, is a Jerusalem. It's, a, it's, a, it's part of the Jerusalem of God, you could say who are in Separad. And that's a place where Isra Israelites were exiled. Shall possess, number seven, the cities of the south. There's the word south again. Um, Bogantwini, Isipingo, what is on the south? Come on, this church is not just finished here with, with the bluff and with Wentworth and with Finland's. We're spreading south and south and south. The cities of the south. Now, coming in for landing, the quickest way to possess your possessions, you've got to be a soul winner. You cannot be ashamed of Jesus Christ. I've seen this in individuals, and I've seen this in churches. 
that the, the most prosperously secure people that are provided for supernaturally are soul winners and witnesses for Christ in individuals and churches. If you're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and you're out there because that's the greatest need for God on the earth is that he's not willing that any should perish but all come to repentance. And then it says... Verse 21, then I'm going to pray. Then saviors, the original means those who have been saved and in turn bringing salvation to others, shall come to Mount Zion, the church, the permanent capital, the stronghold, sometimes referred to as the whole of Israel or the church. And then it changes from the word possess, and it says to judge the mountains of Esau, the world system, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. The word judge there means basically to rule, to govern. That we will govern the unbelievers. They will come to us like Joseph. God will turn the tables if you can catch this word. Now, I want you just to stand. I'm not finished yet. I want to just pray and then afterwards I'm going to hand over to Wentworth and Finland's but if you receive this word, I want you just to raise your hands. If you're sitting in your car, lift your hands. Otherwise, stand. And only you know if you've received this prophetic blanket today. It's, it's been very specific to the South. The word refinery. <laughs> to me, that just tickles me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, 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 I release this word upon this church. It's actually upon the body of Christ, but Lord, it's spearheading here probably because I'm sharing it here for the first time in its totality. Father, everyone whose heart is witnessing with this word and all they need to do is like Isaiah and Samuel and Elijah. When you called them, they said, here am I, Lord. I'm on duty. What do you want me to do, Lord? Moses at the burning bush. He wasn't capable, but you made him. We don't have to be qualified. We just have to surrender. We just have to come, come online for duty. We just have to report for duty. And today, Lord, you're calling us to report for duty. And then you're going to hand out gifts, Lord. I release gifts that you want businesses, politicians, preachers, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, spouses that think they cannot get married. I release children to those who are battling to get children. I release them. I release an anointing, Father, for evangelism, witnessing, and soul winning upon each life like never before. That, Lord, you will bring conviction upon us that every person we see, they're either going to heaven or hell, no matter what status they're in, socially in life, they're either going to heaven or to hell. And it's our job to make sure, Lord, that we stand as watchmen, whether they're offended or not. And all we have to tell them is that Jesus loves them. We don't have to argue about Jonah and the whale. 
All we have to do is say the most important question you must answer is Jesus died for you. What are you going to do about it? I bind every work of Satan. I break lying devils. I decree no weapon formed against us, Lord. And this word shall prosper. Every tongue that has ever, ever risen up against us in judgment, I condemn now. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is of you, Father. I release the impartation for possession, Father. Supernatural possession. Mind-blowing possession, God. Mind-blowing possessions. Mind-blowing possessions. Businesses we, we desire but thought they're too big for us. We're going we're gonna to possess those possessions. Houses we never thought we'd, we'd purchase or own. We're going to possess our possessions. Safe cars that we never thought we could afford and driving. We're going to possess our possessions. People that we thought would never get saved. We're going to possess the possessions. Those are the gates of hell we're going to possess. The unbeliever is a gate of hell. We're going to possess the gates of our enemies. In Jesus' name. I release Wentworth and Finland's from this feed now. With every head bowed and every eye closed, just briefly, if you've never given your life over to Jesus, there's three, three kinds of conditions I want to address today. If you've never given your life to Christ, God's brought you here today because you've heard this word and, and it's not a condemning word. It's actually a word of help, encouragement. It's a word of like, yahoo. I always say, yay, hallelujah. When I get blessed, yay, hallelujah. When an African gives me something, I say, yay, bonga. <laughs> It's your, it's your yay, hallelujah today. It's another one, yay, hallelujah. I put a yay into everything because it is a big yay. It's a big yes. And then secondly, if your heart has grown cold toward the Lord, you yay in, 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 in body. You may be yay physically in your car, but your heart is somehow just, because I know what it's like. I've been there. You can actually backslide and still be coming to church and be backslidden because of discouragement, depression, hopelessness, failure. But the, the fact you had today is God has brought you because He wants to, he, and I love what Jesus said. He said, a smoldering flame I will not put out. In other words, I'm, He means he'll, he'll light it up. He'll breathe on it so that it burns bright like it should. And a broken, bru a bruised reed, He won't break. He will not finish you off. He will mend you. He will restore you. And then thirdly, if you're here today and you just know you're living in sin, I, I appeal to you without condemning you like Paul. He said, I beseech you by the mercies of God, present your body as a living sacrifice. Stop sub subjecting your five senses under the lordship of sin, Satan or sickness. But come back. Repent of sins, whatever you know you're doing. So there's those three people. 
So I want to ask you quickly, if it's you today, to just get out of your car wherever, put your mask on, and come and stand with social distancing yeah, quickly. Come on, if you know that's you, I'm not going to say who's who in the zoo yeah. But if, if, if you're part of those three people, today's the day of salvation. The Bible says now is the appointed time. Don't, don't let the devil steal another hour of God's blessing from you, of God's approval, of God's great salvation from you. I want to just pray for you as a, as, as, as a whole. Quickly, don't, 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 let, don't let someone stop you. Don't let your pride stop you. Don't let fear stop you. Okay, let me pray. I know there's people out there. <laughs> Maybe you're too embarrassed, but you know what? Right now, I'm going to pray a closing prayer. Just repent. But, but, but ask God to help you to get on the this, this straight and narrow, as, as we say. He will. He will. He will. I know. I, I've been... This is my 50th year in serving God. You know that? I started preaching and serving God when I was 17 years old. I've just, I'll be 66 next month. And I've had my ups and downs. But you know, one thing I can say, just like David said, I'm old <laughs> and I've been young, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh boy, and have I been through some hardings? Have I been through some downs and ups and this way and that way? But I'm standing here today by His grace, His mercy, and His favor. And I want to say to you people out there that don't give up on yourself. God's forgiven you. Who are you to not forgive yourself? That's a word to someone right there. I want to say it like this. How dare you not forgive yourself when Christ has forgiven you? How dare you let the devil lie to you by not forgiving yourself because Christ has it's a sermon in itself. I haven't got time to explain it. Forgive yourself. I don't care if your, your spouse or your mother or your father, your uncle, your brother, your aunt, the cat, the cockroach, haven't forgiven you. Forgive yourself. If, if Jesus has forgiven you, forgive yourself. And don't let no one anymore point a finger at you. If you're serious with God, they'll condemn you. They'll chirp, chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. Where's your mama gone? I know what I'm talking about. You've got to just receive His grace, His mercy. And if somebody wants to condemn you, they, they, they don't have a revelation of, of forgiveness. Father, I pray for those three groups of people. I, I just sense such compassion. I, I sense healing. In fact, I know some of you right now, I can see people crying right now. I can see people crying. Maybe it's in the cars. Your heart's pumping. You know God's talking to you. It's like a release. It's like, oh God, thank you for those words. Those are not my words. Those are Jesus' words to you today. I don't know if we're still on social media, but for you too, if you're watching. Father, I release the power of the shed blood of Jesus to forgive us of every sin and unrighteousness. 
Father, I release the spirit of restoration. I release your spirit of love, grace, and mercy. The address of this place is 55. The number five means grace. Even prophetically, I was born in 1955. My name is Gray, 55 Gray. Do you know what the name Gray means? Administer of justice. God is bringing justice. There's a scripture that God says uh, he will He will not, he will, uh, what's it bring? Justice to victory. Something like it. You can look it up. I just forget how it goes. Awesome scripture. God's bringing justice to victory in your life. He's bringing his peace. He's bringing hope. He's, he's bringing faith again. He's, he's bringing miracles back into your life. He's bringing joy. Father, I release divine dreams. I break ungodly dreams. People that have been having ungodly dreams, I break it. And I release the divine dreams of your love and your acceptance, Lord. I want to just leave you with one more scripture. I know, I know I'm, I'm going right over time. Ephesians 1 verse 6. You're accepted in the beloved. If God accepts you, it doesn't matter who rejects you. You're accepted in the beloved. God bless you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you. We trust that you were blessed by this podcast and that you are inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek him, you shall surely find him. If you have been touched by this message and feel led to sow into our ministry, please go to our website www.durbanchristiancenter.co.za or find our banking details in the description below. We encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube so you can have up-to-date information on all our church activities. Please feel free to drop us your contact details. We'd love to connect with you.